Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. As being heirs together of the grace of God, realizing that husband and wife are in the same boat. If one of you sink, it's both of you sinking. Why? Watch this. Why? This is where you say, well, Bishop, I, was, I, you know, I, I hear you, but I think it's your opinion. Watch this. That your prayers may not be what? Hindered. When there's strife in the home, when there's strife in the church, when there's strife in the department, when there's strife in the job, constant fighting over who's going to lead, why one is better than, than another, people fighting about their own way and their particular opinion, we begin to abandon our most powerful weapon, prayer. If my people would humble themselves, There can be no fight if there's no pride. Pride, or the opposite of pride, is humility. And sometimes it it takes two to have a fight. Sometimes you do need to battle it out, but I'm not talking about to win. I'm talking about so the couple can win, and y'all got to talk through this and find the truth in an area, and that's painful, and you got to do that at times. But sometimes it's not worth it. You've heard said sometimes winning a fight is not worth losing the relationship. I mean, the the fight over whether or not you go to Cheesecake Factory or Outback. (laughs) I'm reading your emails. (laughs) I mean, is that really grounds for there to be strife in the home? So the devil could get to your kids. So the devil could get to your health. So, so you can't pray for, for, for your lost brothers and sisters and loved ones. Is that really worth it? And being heirs, that your prayers may not be what? Hindered. Meaning when we're in strife, it hinders our prayers. So a person that is saved but can't get hold of God. And it's not something the devil, we did that to ourselves. It wasn't because the devil was so strong. It's because we took the bait. Let me tell you something. All this stuff God's doing, all these souls being saved, all these people impacting. Let me tell you what the devil wants more than anything else for us to start fighting. Because he knows the moment you do, the moment we do, power is broken. I don't care how well the word is spoken. I don't care how well they sing. If we get in disunity and disagreement over nonsense, we are whipped and defeated. Church, if we would humble ourselves first, then pray. Some of us, we bring all of our anger into prayer and wonder why it's not going anywhere. But you know, if you go to God, you know what? Me being right, Lord, it's not. Me proving myself right. God, what they did to me, what I feel like. Father, I just call on your name. Father, what I think, if it doesn't matter what your word says does, God. 
Right now, I don't even feel like I love him, but I know you do, God. And Lord, I, I humble myself and I pray. Most couples, most couples that divorce stop really praying for the heart for each other. Instead, they started blaming each other for the situation. But here's the deal. You can't pray for someone every day that you hate. And I'm going to say something to you. The Bible says that we're to pray for our leaders. Okay. So you wonder why some of our prayers aren't working. We are in strife. We are listening in strife. We are taking in strife. We are operating just like the world. That's why we have no power. I disagreed with our last president over some major issues. But when I prayed for him daily, I loved him. I see some things differently to this president, but how many of y'all know I'm not the president? And I know this might upset you, but when I pray for him, I love him. I know. You will know they are Christians by their love. All right, I'm about to show you something. Now, I didn't move in a straight line. This is not Sunday. I, I have folks here that know the Bible. That's why you come out to Bible study. So I didn't do everything in a straight line. And, and really what I, I'm, I'm really doing, I, I do this on Sunday as well, but I'm really I'm praying that the light bulb comes off. And that's why I'm, I'm doing this. And I'm letting God do a lot of the preaching here today. Mark 5.11, this is about to surprise you. Now, a large herd of swine. How many of y'all remember uh, Jesus and the madman of Gadara? He cast out demons, legion of demons. You know, what is your name? Legion. Okay, okay. You got it. Right. Now, a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons that were inside this, this man started begging him. I wonder what that sounded like. All of them simultaneously started talking to Jesus, begging Jesus. Well, what I want you to see is the demon prayed. Did you know demons pray? Just because you pray, it doesn't automatically make you spiritual. Pay attention to what I'm saying to you. All religions pray. Twelve men prayed as their airplanes crashed into the Pentagon and the Twin Towers. So just because you pray in Jesus' name does not mean you're praying in Jesus' name. All right. All right, stay with me. So all the demons begged Jesus, saying, send us into the swine that we may enter them. I really want you to get this, this next verse, because if you get it, light bulb comes off, and you're going to see some things. And at once, watch this, Jesus gave them what? Permission. Did you know that Jesus sometimes answers demons' prayers? But only if they have a right to it. This is a Jewish area. They're kosher. There's not supposed to be any pigs. 
Jesus gave the demon permission. This is why we have to get the piggishness out of our lives. The devil has a right to live in anything that God has forbidden. Pay attention to what I just said. And if God forbids strife and you live in strife, Satan has permission in your home. If God forbids unforgiveness, but you live in it, Satan has permission in your home. If it's all about you only and you live in it, Satan has permission in your mind. So here's the question. What pig have you let live in your mind, in your bed, in your life? Because that pig has a right to call on Satan. That unclean thing has a right to call on Satan. You can pray all you want, but if you do not get the pig out, the devil won't go. The problem was there was unclean pigs in an area that was supposed to be sanctified and separate. And there are things we're doing that empowers the devil. And then we try to pray. And we wonder why we're not going anywhere. The Bible says, submit to God. Resist the devil and he flees. Humble yourself before God. Then resist the devil. So, if you're going to do, you know, just each other, not constructive, it's just... And then you want God to fix the marriage. You haven't resisted the devil, but you want God to fix the relationship. Submit to God, then resist. If my people call by my name would humble themselves, submit to God. And what happens is there are attitudes, there are things we do and say. When the Bible talks about false prophets in Jude and, and 2 Peter, it talks about them being despisers of authority. And one of the, 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 the way, ways that you can determine, how do I say this? One of the marks of a demonized person is resistance to authority. Authority that's designed to protect you spend your life undermining. Well, he didn't have to say it that way. She didn't have to say it. Because really, you want their position. Okay. Okay. Let, let me go. 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 Go, go to Ezekiel 28, 17. Let, let me. Okay. I'll tell you what. Let me just keep going. Let, let me do this. All right. I have nine minutes. Th then the unclean spirit went out and entered the swine. So Jesus gave him permission. And he went. There were about 2,000. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. Okay. What I want you to see is although God answered their prayer, they remained devils. You got it? Okay. The light bulb's going to come on. It might happen on the way home. Although these demons obeyed Jesus, they remained demons. Because unlike angels, demons will never humble themselves. The only difference between angels and demons, Ezekiel 28 and 17. Now this is the scripture I wanted to please show 28 and 17. All right. Speaking of Lucifer, Satan, 
Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor, and I cast you to the ground, I laid you before king. Your heart was lifted up because, or your uh, heart was found in pride because of, in the King James Version, because of your what? Beauty. Matter of fact, let, let's do this. Let's go to Isaiah 14 and 12. That's even better. How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? How did this happen Sunday morning? How are you cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations? Next one. For you have said in your heart, I, notice all the eyes, just like the Pharisee. Please pay attention. Gotcha. Satan is very religious. Yes. Yes. You, you, you. Yes. So, so you can cover it up with all this religiosity. That don't make it any less of the devil. He said, I will ascend into heaven. This, this, is, this is what Satan said. I will exalt my throne above the stars. God. Matter of fact, my opinion is, is, is truth. What, my, what I say goes, I also will sit on the Mount of Congregation on the further, further side of the north. Next one. I will, notice all the eyes. I will ascend to the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Keep going. Say more. All right, I guess they stopped there. But, but, but what I, wanted, I want you to see here is the only difference between demons and angels are one word, pride. Or is one word, pride. Demons will obey, but they'll never turn and repent. They will never humble themselves before God. They'll whine and cry, come up with excuses. Well, it wasn't fair. Well, you shouldn't put me under Lucifer in the first place. And uh, there'll be zillions of... They're crazy. They're crazy. That's crazy. And some of us are crazy because they're in our heads and we're thinking like them. And that's where sin is crazy. It's crazy. In the middle of the word sin is the word I. And the word of pride is the word what? The letter what? I. It's conveniently placed there because it's trying to tell us something. When it's all about me and mine, pride and sin will always be present. What I want to tell you is demons are psychopaths. They always have brilliant excuses like some of us. They always find fault with others. Why, God, why, when the real issue was them? Also, demons have real issues with authority. Demons can't stand authority. And they hate anyone with authority. Because with Jesus, it's interesting, demons have power, but God gave us something greater than power. He gave us what? Authority. It is not power uh, so much against power typically, though at times it is. It's really authority against power. I've used this illustration before. I have all of five minutes. But uh, let's, let's, let's use uh, President Obama when he was president. Uh, you know, I don't know. He was in his 50s. Uh, I, yeah, I think he was in his 50s. Now, when he went out to the troops... And you had these, these 21-year-old Marines that were out there running, you know, 30 miles just because they felt like it. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you know, swimming in ice cold water and, and just, you know, just all, you know, just powerful guys. So you have all these powerful men. Power. <laughs> but they all saluted skinny. 
Obama. He had authority. All they had was power. So Satan tries to get us all impressed with power. When God has given us something even greater, authority. So whenever there's an exercise of authority, pay attention to me and I'm going to try to shut up. We'll call it male chauvinism. Uh Uh-oh. When there's exercise of authority, even righteously, we'll call it arrogance. When there's exercise of authority, we'll start talking about abuse. Because the devil hates authority more than anything else because that's the thing that beats him. You see, I cannot out-miracle a demon in my ability. But in the name of Jesus, I have authority. Do you understand? Okay. With President Obama, if any of those guys got out of line, Obama didn't have to lift their hand. You're like... So when I use that name, if they don't mind me, it's like... So I don't care how much power the devil has. God has given me authority. So... I said this on Sunday, and I'm trying to stop. So we have pastors, glorified motivational teachers, speakers. If we like them, we'll come back. But we, they have no authority. Don't let them tell you to do something. You don't even line up with the word, but don't let them tell you you don't. I've had people. Married 20 years. Y'all, y'all ought not do that. I just go to another church. And I find a new man there and a new pastor there. You don't realize what you just did. You don't realize what you just did. You just rejected authority that was there to protect you. I'm not talking about authority trying to do my thing. I'm talking about that's what thus saith the word of God. And what you just did to your children. What you just exposed them to. You think this marriage thing is all about you. It's about authority. It's about God's standard. It's about, 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 it's about God's institution. You don't play with it. You don't play with it lightly. And what, 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 what the demons do is they make light of authority. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just go do your thing. God understands. They make light of authority. And that's why there's no discipline in the church. And if there's no authority, we can have no agreement. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So undermine the authority, we can't agree. Because everyone has their own opinion. I have an opinion. You have an opinion. And we'll never go anywhere. Unless God gives someone authority, not because that person's better. But because it's the way the kingdom operates. And that person with authority, here's the deal. He has to give an account to God. Yes. Yes, Let me tell you that that account lasts forever. Yes. That ain't no joke. Second Chronicles, I, have, I did it. I have one minute left. <laughs> 714. Here's our, our main verse. Now you're going to read it with some understanding. If my people 
who call by my name. Just humble themselves and pray. Seek my face. Turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. If I had more time, I'd go to Psalms 133. It talks about how beautiful it is when the brethren dwell in unity. But then it talks about in that environment, God will command the blessing. But it's interesting, when I was just reading to you from uh, uh, Second Peter, um, at the end of that verse where it talks about marriages, men and women and all the rest, it ends talking about the power of agreement. And then he says, and I will release the blessing. You see, the blessing, the blessing of God is evidenced by unity and agreement. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care the degrees, all the rest of the stuff. If there's no unity, you could, in your house, you could take off probably 10 years off your lifespan. If there's no unity in the group, you're not really blessed. One of the reasons I, I love the church, we have problems like other churches. But there is a unity. And we have worked hard for that unity. We have worked on that unity. And we defend that unity. And when someone comes inside, no, 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 you don't got you. That's the wrong, you better boy. I love you, but that's the devil on you. You hear what I'm saying? And then you sit on the, you sit way in the back till you get that straightened out. Then you come on up. <laughs> but we're full of strong personalities. Strong. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all. But, 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 but God has united us because we we're learning to humble ourselves. And you know what? My opinion is just that, an opinion. And guys, I, I wish just, uh, I'm, I'm, in these last minutes, I just wish I had the words to kind of cram into your head all that I'm trying to say. But I think you're just going to have to catch it from what was taught. But I will tell you, strife is one of the most expensive things spiritually there is. And you need to fight for unity in your homes, with your kids, with your friends, in your church. The devil's going to, he's an accuser brother. He's going to come with thoughts. And he will bombard you. And, and, and then there'll be people that are really cooperating with him and doing a real good job making it difficult for you. But strife is the most expensive thing. And it can cost you everything. I don't want to be in a position where my prayers cannot be answered. So, with all my heart, I'm going to continue to try to humble myself so I don't get an offense. You might be offended by me, but I'm not getting offense with you. And here's the deal. Sometimes I do get offended. Oh, I know. Yeah, I do. I know it. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. That one got through. See, I'm not the only one. I can tell. All right, Lord, let's get rid of this quick. Lord, I humble myself. Who do I think? Lord, show me. And I deal with it like I do poison. And if we would all do that, 
our relationships will be stronger, our families will be stronger, our church will be stronger, and I believe we can take the nation. You have been listening to the Live Big Podcast with Dr. Derek Greer. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media.